Welcome to another episode of the Epic Mind, Body, Spirit podcast. I'm Lisa Wagner, and I'm so excited to be doing this podcast. I have as a special guest today, uh, my new friend, Nirja, who's coming to us all the way from Perth, Australia. Hello, Nirja. Hello. So happy to have you here. So it's evening for me, which means it's morning for you, right? Yes, it is just past seven o'clock in the morning here. All right. Well, fortunately, um, it worked out beautifully when we were setting this up. I'm not an early morning person, um, so I'm more an evening person. <laughs> She's a morning person, so we're going to get along just great. Um, anyway, I am... Yes, it <laughs> I'm. I'm so excited to do this because um, we're going to talk about something today that I know very little about. I know just enough around the edges over the years to to prompt my interest, but I'm looking forward to really learning in this episode. So I really thank you for joining me. So let's just get started and get into it. We're going to talk today about Ayurveda. Did I say that right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So share with us what that is. What does that mean? Okay. Uh, thanks for having me. And Ayurveda is something that I got fascinated about. It actually literally means science of life. Ayu means life and Veda is for science. So it means science of life. It tells us about how to live so that we feel not just we have physical health, but mental, emotional health. And we feel that we have lived our life. So it, it helps in so many ways. I love that. I love that. You know, when you were just talking just now, the word vitality jumped in my head because, you know, it's so important to not just go through the motions in life, but to live with vitality, to really live our lives. Yes. So this is yes. very exciting to me. I, I love it. And this is ancient, right? I mean, this has been around for thousands of years. Is that correct? Yes, the yes, the written texts are said to be around six thousand old, but the oral tradition is said to be about forty thousand years old, and so knowledge was passed from teacher to pupil in an oral fashion, and then about six thousand years they just codified it and wrote it down. I so it's it's pretty ancient and to me i find that it is very robust you know anything that can last even even if we forget about the oral tradition and look at that the texts are 6000 year old and still being used yeah. still very relevant yeah. so anything that lasts that long has to be robust absolutely and that's the thing you know there are so many um you know core uh, when i think about uh, medicine here in the United States, what, what, you know, people are going to call Western medicine, traditional medicine kind of thing. They have their root, uh, the, the roots of all effective medicine goes back much farther than the medical colleges do, you know? So yes. I, I really, I think it's so fascinating to get at that. Um, mm. and it's, it's would be interesting to, um, I was, um, subjects like this always kind of kick up my fascination with time travel 
And I think, <laughs> well, and because talking with people where they don't have the, the distraction in a way that mm. we do. And so sometimes mm. I think there was a, more of an ability to hone in on intuition and to notice things about nature and life that we don't yes. necessarily do today, you know? Yes. And that's where a lot of this sort of ancient wisdom, I think, comes from. So, um, yes. so in, in this, um, in this uh, practice, um, one of the things that I've read a little bit about are these three mind-body types. Uh, three doshas? Yes. I'd love to hear more about those, what they are, what they mean, just as much okay. as you want to share. Okay. So we, from Ayurvedic perspective, we are saying everything is made up in this universe from these five great elements. Let me start with before doshas, what is there. So five elements are space, air, fire, water, earth. And if in the order that I've spoken, they are going from subtle to gross. Space, concept of nothingness. Then air, it is related to the movement principle. Then fire, which is still subtle. And it is not just the physical fire, but the concept of where things uh, change like mm -hmm. it is for example fire changes uh, ice to water mm -hmm. or water to vapors mm -hmm. so it is transforming it is changing things mm -hmm. then water which is the principle of liquidity mm -hmm. and then earth which is solid right. so oh, we say that everything is made up of these five elements mm -hmm. and you know, and when you start thinking about it, if you take just five things, you cannot probably even make a good soup. You may need more <laughs> things. <laughs> but, uh, but everything in the universe is made up of these things. Yeah. Okay. And then there is a functional intelligence behind these, which is we call doshas and doshas from five they become three doshas so space and air combined gives us what we call as vata dosha and mainly fire but a little bit of water uh, and uh, air is pitta dosha and kapha dosha is water and earth so when we look at Vata, which is made up of space, air, space and air. So the qualities of space and air are that there is no weight. There is, and it's related to principle of movement. Mm -hmm. So when we start thinking about this, then the qualities of Vata will be somebody who is who has got a lot of Vata in them. Mm -hmm. They will be um, physically small, like thin body structure. Mm -hmm. And um, then movement is related to, for example, in the functions in the body as breathing is movement. Mm -hmm. And um, food is moving in our body from one end to another. Mm -hmm. And and neurons have got movement, our, our thinking, our thoughts, our anxiety, our stress is related to, uh, as science tells us, that there is movement within the neurons. So these are some simple examples of how vata is um, being used or vata shows up in the body, but it is related to um, movement. So 
I find even in the physical body structure, once we know what we are looking at, we can recognize, for example, curly hair. Vata doesn't like, you know, air doesn't like moving in a straight line. Somebody who has got curly hair, probably it is showing there is Vata in them. Oh, or thin and thin body structure. Um, or um, in terms of disease, for example, osteoporosis, where there is um, air, like the bones have become porous. So there is more space in A. So there are various ways of recognizing somebody who has got Vata, they will walk fast, they will talk fast because movement, they need that movement or they will um, probably run rather than walk if they have to and they may get anxious pretty quickly because um, there is movement in the neurons happening or they will... Um, leave their sentences incomplete at times because the mind has moved faster than the words are coming out. So there are so many ways. Yes, and yet, you know, it's fascinating. You're talking about all these different things and yet it's so cohesive. Like I'm seeing mm -hmm. as you're talking how it is all related. Yes, and maybe if you start thinking, you can peg people in your life yes. that you know who do those things. Yes, yes. And so there will be a physical structure. There will be a mental, emotional um, way of being that we can recognize. And so there is, it's about pattern recognition. Mm -hmm. What do I understand by Vata? And how do I recognize it when I see it in the physical form, in the mental, emotional way, in the way of what kind of disease will be there? So Vata, principle of movement, brings dryness and coldness with it. You know, when there is a windy weather, typically, say, clothes will get drier fast or um, or uh, um, there will be sense of feeling cold if it is windy, windy weather. Mm -hmm. So typically, they bring dryness and coldness and so in terms of um, um, disease process what I'll see is anxiety and stress what I'll see is dry skin maybe dry colons or constipation mm -hmm. maybe and I'll see uh, coldness so typically the hands and feet may be cold because poor circulation mm -hmm. which is also movement happening so all this is pattern mm. it's fascinating that is fascinating. I, I'm loving this. I'm 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 scribbling down questions because I don't want to interrupt you, but <laughs> I could just. I'm yes. gonna, this is going to be so cool. So that so you're seeing all of that, and I'm guessing that as you, um, so before we move on to the other types, so just talk about this one for a few more minutes. That yes. as part of seeing the patterns and seeing the type, then that helps you to see okay what most supports that body type nutritionally what times exactly. what types of movement are you know good for them what kinds of activities what kind kinds of outlets like all that kind of stuff you want to do what's most compatible with your body type yes exactly uh, not only body type but there is actually another thing that we also look at is what are my Im current imbalances but yeah. yes you are absolutely right say for example somebody who has vata body type and or has got too much vata in them, either as a body type or as an imbalance, then we know that they will feel anxious typically earlier than other body types or they will have dryness and coldness in them. So everything then becomes actually very simple and logical. We'll tell them, don't eat cold foods, don't eat dry fruits, don't eat crackers or um, toast oh. 
mm-hmm. but maybe eat porridge or take right. soups which are opposite which right. is warm moist and slightly oily it just becomes obvious yes yes that's absolutely right because you want to bring you want to bring back the balance so and and you don't want to add on more dryness and coldness right. so even though like you know for example they might have heard oh salads are good food and i had to remind them a lot of times salad may not be good food for them right right that's fascinating i love that so um and that's ah oh, i this is so this is so exciting okay so what- maybe i can i can tell you another interesting story about this one yes. for even to the extent of um we had to my daughter was after a dog and we had to you know we were thinking what kind of dog and knowing my daughter and her body type and knowing that she has a bit of vata in her i didn't want a dog like jack russell because when you think of the yeah. dog it's very active <laughs> jumping, right yes. jumping and yes. and movement plenty of movement right. so we ended up buying a dog first dog was a labrador because oh, that them. one has more grounding yes. in the dog and i thought that will support her you know i got to tell you before we even get to the other two types i am relating to so much of what you're talking about with the vata and i have had um i ha- i've had two labradors in my life one when i was a kid and then he was hit by a car and then when i was 18 i adopted a labrador puppy and i had her for 16 years and hmm. she I I just I mean I still tear up if I talk about her too much but you, when you said the grounding it I would just sit with her and it would be like everything was okay like she we just had I mean I loved her and we had a great relationship but it was more than just that she was a dog like it was the type of dog she was I have such an affinity for labs and I love mm. big dogs and I like small dogs I mean I like all dogs yes. but Um, I do better with the sort of larger, less hyper, you know, and I I currently live with two cats that are, um, you know, they're active in an appropriate amount of way for them, like what's healthy for them, but they're also, their energy is so like, uh, laid back and they're very, um, they're very loving. They get along really well. And so we do a lot of like, just kind of relaxing together and whenever I meditate yes. when I open my eyes mm. they're sitting there right there next to me you know mm. so mm. it's so funny that you're um so my mind is just racing like 500 <laughs> miles a minute right now because I'm yes, I... to so much of what you're talking about yes it is it is interesting as we start seeing this and Ayurveda is the science you know it yeah. tells us so much how to live. It's not about just as said, being healthy or having a physical health, though it's a medical science, right, right. but it is also telling us what kind of, uh, what kind of pet will be good for you. Right, right. Yeah, the whole thing, it's about having, yes, a really vitally engaged life, because it is, yes. and it's it's mind body too. So we're, we're talking a lot about the body, but I love how you mentioned, it took me many years to learn how to slow my speech down. Um, because mm. my mind goes hyperspeed and I used to do a lot of public speaking and I had to really train myself to speak more slowly because only mm. a percentage of people are going to be able to listen to that kind of rapid fire talk <laughs> and uh, other uh, people that had a lot of, of vata then they could hear it but in any case um 
So yeah, it's there's a whole mind body connection yes. about, and it's about crafting how you want to yes. live and your environment yes. and all of that. So this is so yes. fascinating. I yes, and 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 I give when people come to me, I do consultations as well as teach, mm-hmm. uh, and I know I have given this as one of the recommendations as uh, deliberately slow down in your speech. Now, no doctor typically would offer that kind of right. recommendation, right. but I know it makes sense when there is somebody with uh, has got a lot of vata for whatever reason. Uh, even something like deliberately slowing down in their speech will slow down, sl- slow them down because there was too much movement happening and it will bring down anxiety, for example, because they are related. Yes. And what I'll tell you something that did for me that I, I didn't, I didn't see until later, you know, it's like mm-hmm. anything in life. Sometimes we do things intuitively or for one reason. And then we look back and we see a different benefit than what we expected. And one of the things I learned for myself was, I mean, I still can get excited and speak quickly, so it's not, you know, completely gone. But I learned that by slowing down, slowing my speech down, whether I was speaking to a group or even just in a one-on-one conversation, it, it helped me to become more thoughtful, more deliberate. It, Mm. I, I learned to listen more and to be more sensitive to how I was saying things. So instead of just, you know, and I won't say that I was completely insensitive, but I think I definitely became more sensitive and thoughtful by just slowing down a little bit. And that helped me not just in relating to the person I was talking to, but it helped me then with myself because that same uh-huh. rapid speech was the voice in my head going at 500 miles an hour. <laughs> and so slowing that yes. speech down slowed down my inner dialogue. And that's yes. what taught me how, well, maybe I could meditate. And it, it definitely had a ripple effect and changed other things. So initially it started, I needed to slow down because I'm giving a presentation and I need for people to be able to absorb what I'm saying to them. And then yes. it turned into something benefits that I would never have expected because I didn't meet, yes. I hadn't met you. So I didn't know all of this. <laughs> <laughs> or you haven't been introduced to Ayurveda. That's then. right. That's right. Oh, but that's really yes. fascinating. So this is great. Yes. I mean, uh, this is really so cool. So let's so let's talk about the others. Let's talk about the next type a little bit. What's the pita? Okay. Pitta or pita? Okay. Yes, pitta. Pitta. So the next one is pitta, and pitta is related to fire. So and fire, what does it do? Is it transforms? So it, like as I had said earlier, that it can change. Physical fire can be used to change, say, um, water to vapor or ice to water. So it is changing things. So in our body, we have enzymes and hormones that are related to change. Mm-hmm. For for changing, for example, food from what we eat to the form that can be used in the body. So that is one major place where the fire or uh, pitta is, uh, uh, has its use. Mm-hmm. But it is also then related to keen intellect, high IQ, because what does uh, intellect do? 
it takes the raw information and it converts and transforms into something. So physically and mentally, emotionally, how we are behaving when somebody has got fire and people who have got fire, so their imbalances will be more like anger and frustration and resentment uh, in the emotional way. But physically, they may have skin rashes or acidity because that's too much fire. So people who have too much fire, they can be passionate people. And what sometimes I, when I'm speaking to my clients, it'll be like when the fire is well managed, it really gives nice glow, warmth that attracts people. You know, when life is going cold, people, relationships are cold, then the warmth of a relationship with these fiery people may be very nice to have. But when it is out of balance, it burns. Yeah, this is so burns with anger. Yes, I see that. I and I love how you um, you're so holistic in this. I love this image of you know transforming food into nutrition, transforming you know information into knowledge, um, the whole transformational aspect of the fire, you know, bringing bringing warmth you know to a situation, being a fire out of control, you know, the raging anger. So. Um, and I, and I want to ask you too, before we go any farther. So, um, well, is it, so do, so we have, do we have all three types, but some of us just have a predominance of one or one is out of balance. Like, do we have all three types within us or? Yes. Yes. We need all the three in all of us. In fact, every cell needs all the three to operate well if we go deeper into medical aspect of it. But still, we talk about different body types. So we can be what we call as monodoshic. That means one of the three doshas is more predominant than the other two. So it's not that they don't have the other, but one is more predominant, Mm -hmm. then we can have what we call as bidoshic, where two are almost equal. Mm -hmm. Um, So we could be a vata type or a pitta type or a kapha type, or we can be a vata pitta or pitta vata or vata kapha, you know. So we can have any two more predominant than the third one, or what we call as Tridoshic, where all the three are in almost uh, equal ratio. And so it is something, because it's body type, it is something that we are born with when we are talking about the the, Sanskrit, which is the language of uh, Ayurveda, Mm -hmm. in that the word we use is called Prakriti, or I would call it mind-body type, because it does tell us about the mental aspect of a person as well as the physical aspect and gives me pattern or tendencies of what kind of health issues they may have. It tells me a lot about that person, really. It gives me the whole profile. Now, I've been doing it for a while. So when people come for me uh, for a consultation, by the time they physically come and sit in my chair, I know a lot about them a lot about them, you know, what could be their tendencies, what could be their health issues, probably, uh, how would they behave um, in, in, say, stressful situations, say, Vata will go into anxiety and stress, whereas Pitta may go into taking on leadership, because they have passion, they may, 
they may become aggressive or they may become because aggression is again fire um, and or they may take on leadership because passion and leadership is natural tendency for a fire for a somebody who has got pitta well because i'm thinking you know when you were when you were talking i was both listening to what you're saying and then my another part of my mind was sort of going through my life. I'm in my late fifties. So I'm thinking mm. through different times of my life. And there was a period of time where I would say, um, there were aspects of my life where I was living more aggressively, where I had some anger issues, where I had some skin issues, like where I can mm. see mm. that like over the course of my life, I still sort of, I relate more to the, the Vata, the, the first one we talked about, but I, mm. I think, what my what my sense was is that wow that was maybe a period of time where that pitta was sort of out of balance you know mm -hmm. and, yes um that's what mm. was kind of going on like that doesn't feel like the dominant um uh thing in me but i could see where there were times in my life where there were some issues to resolve there mm. so yes anyways, this is mm. fascinating so um, yes, yes, it, it, it is fascinating when you start and you get introduced to this world of doshas, mm -hmm. everything becomes, yeah. becomes very, very relevant. So, you know, you can apply to a summer day will be a pitta kind of day, mm -hmm. hot. Right. And, right. and, and if you're eating chili, chili is a pitta kind of food because it is, it has got fire. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about foods, we can say what is a fiery food. Right. And and a lion is an example of a pitta kind of animal. When you mm. think of lion, it is the ferociousness. Right, right. So it's it's that. You, you, know, you can see it in animals, you can see it in plants, you can see right. it in the weather, you can see it in the time of the day, midday is a pitta time of the day, and so on. It's like so a it's Rosetta everything. Stone. It's like a Rosetta Stone. It just unlocks <laughs> all this information. Oh my gosh. That's right. So this, okay, so we got to talk about the third one and that's Kapha. Okay. Kapha? Yes. Okay. Kapha is water and earth. Okay. And water and earth, when we think of the qualities of water and earth, so people who have too much earth, what will happen is that they will have heavier bones and bodies because earth brings weight. Earth also brings grounding, so they will be more grounded and down-to-earth kind of people. Mm -hmm. um, they would be um, with water and earth, for example, in the physical body, as I said, their weight will be there, but they could also have oily skin or oily hair mm -hmm. because when we are talking about water, it is also the liquidity aspect. It doesn't mean water that we know as water, right, right. but the liquidity. So somebody who has got too much water, they may have oily oily skin, oily hair, and, um, and uh, weight will be their issue, and um, but they will be grounded. Mm -hmm. For example, if there is a, say, fire in a building, then the vatas will get stressed and anxious and will start running. <laughs> pitas 
Pitas may take on being leader and start guiding them. Nobody has told them to do this, mm -hmm. but they'll start guiding, go from there and do this. And this is easy. And, you know, they'll, mm -hmm. they'll take charge of the right. situation. Right. Kafas may say, well, everybody will get out. Why I have to move? Why I have to run? <laughs> is it really a fire? <laughs> Can somebody, are you sure? <laughs> so because they have, they have water and earth, mm -hmm. so they are quite grounded so they will be not getting anxious or stressed so they can actually support others in getting grounded mm -hmm. and but when it comes to disease process they may have say tumors which are pussy or watery kind of tumors mm -hmm. um, because they have excess of this water and earth so that is the their disease tendencies they could go um they would be their metabolism may be slow mm -hmm. so they may not feel hungry at breakfast time because mm -hmm. it kicks in maybe 10 o'clock 11 o'clock in the morning not nice. not 7 a.m in the morning right. um so slow to start but then they can keep going they have the stamina to keep going as well but if they are out of balance they can they can potentially be couch potatoes they don't want to move they will be happy with assembly line kind of jobs or recurring pat jobs, which are exactly going same. They can keep going, not get tired and bored with that. And they will um, be probably um, they will they will love to accumulate. So it shows accumulation in weight, but it also can show accumulation what is sitting there in their pantry or shed or filing is sitting there for the last 30 so years. So they to be hoarders, right? I mean, Yes, gonna, can be. Yes. Gonna, or collectors yeah. too, like even just yes. people that want stuff. Yes, uh, can be. So again, just by looking at them and they may need, they are the people because their natural tendency is slow and, and earth will ground them it may also stagnate them. Mm -hmm. So we want to give them foods, for example, um, that will move them. So they may find um, salad is good for right. them because it's spacey and airy food mm -hmm. or hot food is good for them because it brings a bit more fire so that it fire that moves them or, or the space and air that moves them. So... It may so it straight away gives me what kind of foods will work for them, what kind of foods is to be avoided by them right. because they have too much water and earth. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to give them uh, heavy so you know heavy foods right. because that will even ground them further. Right. I want to give them light food. I want to give them spicy and airy food or fiery food, but I don't want to give them. Uh, water and earth kind of food you know when you think of foods for example think of lettuce and think of pumpkin mm. right mm -hmm. they are two different kind of foods mm -hmm. one is more spacey and airy and one is more water and right earth right. heavy right right yeah so so it gives me straight away the more i understand about doshas it gives me what will be good for one person and not so good for other person yes. foods to favor foods to avoid mm -hmm. if you look at um if you want to understand kafa even more think of an elephant mm. 
heavy, big, mm. right? Right, move slowly. And slow, yeah. slow walking, right. yeah? yeah? And will gather, if somebody has got kapha in their body type, they may be even... Uh, they may be called as a slow child in school, mm-hmm. but once they learn, they learn for life, right. like elephant. Right. You know, once right. they learn, they'll they know you even for life, right. probably. Right. They'll see you 10 years later and they'll know you. Wow. <laughs> God, I love this. And speaking, you know, speaking of school, so I discovered your website, your blog. Um, but yes. One of the things I want to ask you about is I think you have classes too. Would t- tell us about your website and on. There's a lot of goodness there. So what what kind of what kind of uh, how can people learn more? What what kind of resources do you have available on your website? Uh, thanks for asking that. Now we do yes face to face consultations. We do teaching and. We do now, actually, I'm doing a lot of uh, Skype consultations as well. In oh, fact, I have got some of the people in U.S. as well. Oh, other wow. than Australia is a big country, so there are people who may be living three hours away. So they are not necessarily coming face to face all the time. Yeah. So we are doing Skype consultations as well, and we do teach. We have our one-year program called Foundation Training in Clinical Ayurveda and Self-Care, where people learn things and then they practice in their own life because it's very experiential course, so they have to do that. But also for people who are not uh, or far away, they can also do an online courses that we have. And one of the courses is actually about understanding your mind-body type. So uh, people can learn more about this and, and look at how they can use this to find out what kind of who am I? Mm-hmm. So creating a profile for myself, understanding. So what would work for me? What would not work for me? What kind of food will work? What kind of um, food not work? What kind of work works for me? You know, at workplace, how? what does it mean? Right. And or for my exercise, what does it mean? Um, what kind of exercises are good for me if I'm a Vata person or a Pitta person or a Kapha person? So you can learn all those things through online courses as well. So these are some of the things um, that we do. In fact, if you think your um, listeners will be interested, I will be very happy to pass on uh, some some uh, discount for oh, if like they do all night kind of thing like yes yes oh that would yes. be wonderful yeah and the website i forgot to say it but it's ayurveda-awareness.com and i will have all that in the show notes so okay um Great. so people can just click there my website is epicmeditations.com and in the the write-up for this podcast so in the notes for the podcast and also on the website I'll be sure to link to the ayurveda-awareness.com and that would be dot wonderful. .au. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, yes, .au. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. So, yes, yes, thank you. So, but yeah, I'll put the link in there directly. I'll get it directly from you so I make sure I have it correct. Um, but yes. that would be wonderful. And um, I think, you know, when you were talking, I was also thinking, wow, I'll bet people could um, also be very, this would be very helpful for parents, like for their kids. Right. Absolutely. Um, how do you how um, how do what are some of the ways that you start to see this in children? Like how w- would parents learn to identify this with their kids and then use this for their kids? Look, again, the mo- more you understand about your child's body type, 
then you can use that, that why my child is, or anybody at home, so, you know, not just child, even partners, oh, right, right, why right. they do, Absolutely. why they do what they do. Right. But, but, I, I, huh? I was just thinking, well, with kids, you know, I, um, you know, one of the things that I, um, I, I don't do this work anymore just for transition, but for decades I was a professional astrologer. And mm -hmm. I did karmic astrology. So you know, you come into this, uh, the soul chooses the moment of birth so that the, the natal chart is a painting of, of your um, past life experiences. So, you know, my belief is that you come into this life already with certain things, certain beliefs, yes, values, yes. et cetera. So definitely, yes. you know, your environment and all this stuff, you know, plays a part. But, you know, anyone who's been around a baby or a child um, starts to see the uniqueness of that soul immediately. Absolutely. And so I was just thinking, wow, you know, as the parent, you know, as they're learning about their body type and learning about these these doshas, when they can then start to recognize it in their children, that mm. would be so informative, you know, as to just like yes. you were looking at what kind of pet would be a a, you know the best type of companion for my daughter you know mm. parents can look at what kind of activities what kind of food what kind absolutely. of absolutely you know why does you know one of my children you know talks very quickly one is very slow and deliberate like you start to have uh reasons for these differences yes. and, and you can support them and while certainly yes. i think parents um can trust their intuition about their children with anything, the more information that we have yes. is always, yes. you know, it's just an advantage to know more. So I think, of you course. know, that would be something I would say that, you know, learn about it for yourself, but also learn about it if you have a older parent that you're taking care of. If you Absolutely. are in a relationship, if you have children, if you have loved ones that you want to just yes. find ways that you can support more, you know. That's right. That's right. And that's what we cover in the course as well, um, because it is really good to know why your spouse does what he or right. she does or right. what your or who are your siblings or right. why my, you know, what kind of support I can give to my child, because right. one child is a Vata child who right. needs to be touched and cuddled and held so that he or she gets grounded, right. whereas other one we want them to you know, we want them to cool down because there's too much heat. Mm -hmm. um, there's too much aggression coming up. So they need to be dealt with differently. But also it is relevant, same information. If you know about your employee or employer, right. you can also see um, which of the employees has got too much fire that they would want your seat tomorrow. <laughs> right, right, right. And yes, and it, you know, how, how when you're grouping people together on teams or when you're yes. assigning tasks, yes. like it's just yes. another layer of understanding. And that is right. I, I so it really can good. be useful in so many places. Yes. Um, at workplace, what does it mean? As you're saying, how to assign the teams and what will people do in the teams when there is a stressful situation at work or who needs uh, air conditioning and who doesn't? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my gosh, I, I, this is so fascinating. Well, I got to ask you, so before we run out of time here, I need to know how did you, what was your path to get here? Like what? what's your background and what got you into this 
I have got an interesting one. I used to be, it seems like now, previous lifetime, but I was a database programmer. My background is maths and statistics. Mm-hmm. I've got my master's in that and I was uh, and, and computing. Mm-hmm. But then I took time off when I had my second child. After first one, I started working part-time and after mm-hmm. second, I thought, no. Nah. Um, so I we made a decision as a family five years until my this one starts going to school. I'm just going to be a home, mother at home mm-hmm. and do things that benefit us as a family. Mm-hmm. But somehow I ended up studying this. Mm-hmm. And last 20 years, this is what I do. I and it. it's so fascinating. Yeah. Well, and you know, you mentioned pattern matching, which is perfect for someone who has a background in math and databases, because you think, (laughs) you know, and that's why people are also good in music. You know, it's all, all these things we're talking about are, um, the people oh, that excel, they, of, they yes, recognize yes. patterns, you know, whether it's yes. the patterns in nature, the patterns in music, the patterns yes. in mathematics, like there's, you know, there's that kind of vibe to be subject. But at the same time, if I can add on, yes, it is about pattern recognition. And it's, you know, I never thought of maths and, and Ayurveda as just put together how it makes sense but it does but also at the same time when I'm looking at a human being they're unique individuals so they're not in a category even though I talk about body type at one level but then when we meet them they're individuals looking at their patterns so that means even even the the recommendations that we give are unique to them as individuals Well, absolutely. So, yeah, I certainly did not mean to imply otherwise. I just no, no, no. I think yeah. it's interesting to see that sort of that system view that you have and then kind of moving into a different field of study that also has this beautiful holistic system at its foundation. Yes. You know, I think that's really cool. And I'm guessing that when you talk about, you know, the uniqueness of each person, part of that is what their unique balance of those three doshas is. Yes, yes. We are all unique individuals. We have all got our own particular patterns and to understand and then operate from there, uh, that understanding so that I can have one is a basic survival level, healthy physical body, but also um, more than that, uh, a physical, not just physical body, but a mind that is, um, that is stable and anchored in who I am truly. And in fact, this science can take us from physical health and body to up to self-realization if, you know, because it is understanding who I am truly and what works for me, what doesn't work for me, knowing my strengths, knowing my challenges Mm -hmm. and within that working so that I'm firmly anchored in that as a starting point to live my life. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I love it. Well, this has just been such a treat. I am so grateful to you for taking the time to talk with me. And I know that people are going to be fascinated with this Nirja. So just to recap, I want to make sure people know on my website, epicmeditations.com and in the, the notes for this podcast that'll show up on iTunes and wherever, um, all the other directories that this episode shows up in, I will link to your website and Thank I, you. I encourage people to go there. The, there's a great blog. So even, I mean, there's a lot of 
content and information that's uh, available there. It's easily organized. It's it's why I decided I wanted to do this podcast with you because I was just so fascinated and so drawn into to your website. So it's well done. And I encourage people to go there and then to, uh, you know, take a look at that class. I'm certainly going to take a look at it. And I can see it's, for me, it's both um, fascinating and just a field of study, but also I can see the value. And I love that. I love the spectrum that you describe because I think, you know, we go through different phases in life and it's not always linear. I mean, we go, it's, we go, you know, through ups and downs and sometimes we're in a place in our life where we're surviving and sometimes we're thriving and Mm. we can benefit, you know, always. So if we're surviving, we need more tools at that time so that we, the survival becomes, um, easier and that we can move into more joy. And when we're thriving, you know, we can really elevate our experience and, and give more to the world. So, you know, I can see the value in this kind of understanding of ourselves and then using it to bring, I'll come back to the word that popped into my head in the beginning to bring more vitality into our Mm, lives, you know, to live in an inspired way, in a thriving, Mm. vital way. Um, mm. that's, that's really, um, the key, I think. So thank you yes. so much for, for your time and for doing this. I just, I'm so, so happy that I, I got this opportunity to talk with you. Thank you, Lisa, for having me there. It is my privilege to be there and be part of this as well. It is, it is still I've been doing it for 20 years, but it's still fascinating. And I'm in awe of what I see, what I hear. So thanks for having me there, too. Beautiful. All right. Well, everyone listening, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we have. And have a beautiful day. Mm -hmm.